idiot. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. More like Hapsaw Jim Fuggin. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the perfect example of a guy whose dad was a cop and he grew up to rebel. Is that what happened? Yeah. His dad was the sheriff of a small town in New York. Oh, Titus, tough guy. I can kill whoever I want because I don't have anyone to answer to. Oh. Hey, dad, you, people might respect you because you have a badge. They respect me because I got a piece of wood and a flag. Hello. His father was the chief of police for the city of Glen Falls. Good fucking yeah. blood. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan was known as being one of the really... He was one of the he was one of the wrestlers that loved to party. Do you know how crazy you have to oh, be in the 80s? Oh, fuck, and he was in FMU, SMU. SMU uh, got... Tell me this. Southern Methodist University was closed down as a football program during the 80s because of crazy amounts of corruption. Was that the. Like, they were they, just paying people to be. Was that one people. of the ones that was like they were a. They were like death penalty? They were like, wait, SMU. Yes, they were that, definitely death so penalty. So that SMU was the one they always gave the example in Penn State where it's like, wait a minute. They paid players and SMUs. You never get to have a football program again. And Joe Paterno literally was like, here at Penn State, we do two things. We play football, and we do not question what Derry does. Those are the two <laughs> things. And uh, they were like, yeah. hey, Joe Paterno, you're a bit of a real jerk. Punishment served. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, da -da -da -da, a gold Trans Am from Texas A&M before flipping the SMU. Less than a decade later, the Mustangs received the infamous death penalty for paying players. Yep. So SMU and Hacksaw Jim Duggan played for SMU yeah. during the let's go period of paying football players. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to say this about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is the right amount of like, yeah, I made some mistakes, but I don't give a fuck. Tough guy. Oh. Oh, I should say he was right, right as they were starting to pay players. Was the end of his career. So, so it's he like probably he started in. Um, he probably got a couple of nice meals and maybe a Chevette. Yeah, but classic, classic shit. Very good football player. Played briefly in the uh, NFL and CFL. Knee injuries. The knee injuries to wrestling pipeline, as the kids say. I got to tell you, that is a real. Basically, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, in a roundabout way, when he was 18, decided to never know his grandkids. It's basically oh, his shit. career. This is John Cooper asked for this episode. Continue. Oh, my God, John Cooper. We speak your name. Suck you our got all the merch we own, I think. John Have Cooper. Sell? Good. Uh, let me tell you this right now. A real cum monkey only ever is draped in Wrestler Review clothing. <laughs> Married in it, die in at it. At a wedding, at a funeral. He By the way. Career, did you know this? As a... Go ahead. Real. Whoa. Whoa. He gained the attention of Vince Sr., who liked the way his ass looked. Who wouldn't? And then he got molested by him. <laughs> no, no, what? Yeah. No! No, that's what, how it happened. Is that true? Yeah, and that's why he was the convict, because when you're molested, the victim goes to jail. That was the 70s rules. Yeah, that, is, sounds, like a, that sounds like a McMahon interpretation of the law. He, well. he adopted the Hacksaw nickname, which I think what you can say is Hacksaw Jim Duggan is a very good name. Such it's not, a good name. Yeah. But he was not the original Hacksaw. There were a bunch of... There Hacksaw were, Butch Reed. There was Hacksaw Butch Reed. It was a class... It's, Bill Watts is a genius, and Bill Watts is just a guy who's like, you know, if you have one good idea, if you just keep having that idea, that's many good ideas. And people are like, that's not how that works, uh, Bill. And he's like, it is, though. All right, well, let's try it out. Hacksaw Roman Reigns. Does that work? Oh, my God. It certainly does. Hacksaw Roman Reigns fucking... You know what's even better? You know, that is honestly something Hacksaw they don't do. Hacksaw Jimmy Uso sounds awesome. Hacksaw Uso? Pine ha Ball Peen Hammer Duggan? I'm just... This is different. What about the Mallet Duggan? Jim the Mallet Club Duggan? Club Hammer. Club Hammer. The Club Hammer Jim Duggan? Fuck yeah. Club Hammer Duggan. Mason Hammer Duggan. Uh, what about the ball peen hammer? Club hammer, sledgehammer, John's mallet, soft faced hammer. I want to be the soft faced hammer, John Hastings. Oh, yeah, that's where you really win matches, but that's only because you can never get an erection. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that's my character, is I only get hard when I'm losing. My my dick is big, but so big I just got to shove it in you soft because the blood cannot fill it. Yeah, exactly. And then I beat you up, and then it gets hard. That's that, by my the way, gimmick. is a genuine thing that a guy told me when we were like 13. He's like, hey, you know that there's some secret porn stars that they got dicks so big they can't get <laughs> some hard? secret porn stars. And they just shove that's them in the, the ladies' vaginas. That's the fucking thing that sucks about... The internet the inter being around now is that you do not get the greatest information I got, which is just an 11-year-old. Some 11 guy year old, said something. Just a guy lying. 
That's what like <laughs> we basically like, took sex ed and turned it into politics, and I hate this society. You know what I mean? The same level of information yeah, like, presented um, as news with how sexual information was presented in the nineties. You know, if you piss in their butts, they get pregnant. That's not what we say. That's now literally Kanye West is saying that on Truth Social right now about yeah, but Ecuadorians. There's, there's some dot orgs. Anyway. Yeah. Are anybody on True Social and they actually track what happens up over there? Every journal. There's you, my friend, are clearly not paying for a subscription to the Daily Beast because the Daily Beast is basically like, what if Gawker was done by fucking nerds? <laughs> <laughs> In 1982, this is where it gets good. So he's been a wrestler for three years and then he hits Mid South. Woo! And, and he that hits Mid South. And that is literally Bill Watts sees him, takes all his clothes off. Bill take Bill Watts demands that he take his clothes <laughs> off because. Obviously, the talent shows his dick first, and then of Bill Watts is naked, in and then he says, we are one, it. and then they get hard, and then they make their dicks kiss, and that is the handshake agreement that leads to Hacksaw Jim Duggan That's correct. basically going to the WWF. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is what Bill Watts thinks is a wrestler. He is a big, giant football player guy who is drunk and has won a fight, but he thought that that was a conversation. <laughs> I was just talking with my mom. Why are, did you and your mom full punch each other in the face? That's how we talk. We're from Great Glen Falls, New York. There's no love there. There was a feud between Butch Reed and Duggan, obviously, to for who is the true hacksaw. He debuts as the uh, was part of the Rat Pack faction. Ted DiBias, as they used to call him, Matt Bourne and Mr. Olympia. Um, his manager was Skandor Akbar. YOLO. Yeah, he was like the big bad brute who's going to fight off the JYD. I got to tell you, I have not watched a lot of Mid-South from this period, but it just sounds like basically like what ECW was to hardcore was Bill Watts' promotion to the Power Slam. Like it's basically like every every ECW uh, ECW's influence could be seen because everyone started wearing black track pants and a black t-shirt and doing the Death Valley Driver. Yes. And Mid-South's influence can be seen in that like there's a fuck it the entire mid-card of the late 80s WWF is just broad-chested alcoholics. Yeah, and that is something that wrestling has lost, where I feel like I want it to come back of like a guy like Hacksaw Jim Duggan they're and be all, like, oh, that's they fucking are, cool. They're all just in the low levels. They're in the feeder system of the MMA never to be seen on television is where those guys are. Yeah. Like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan had a choice. His choice was to get a job under his dad in Glen Falls, New York, or really take drinking pro. <laughs> <laughs> He really just could have been a cop that Hacksaw Jim Duggan would have been a cop that was legendary for his abuse of power. Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know, I played football. If Hacksaw Jim Duggan had become a cop in the 80s, by the time Derek Chauvin uh, murdered George Floyd, Hacksaw Jim Duggan would have been on television and been like, I'll tell you what was wrong with that. He didn't choke out three more people for fucking talking. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, chief of fucking come, please. And then the other thing is, I don't know, I remember how he is two by four. He just came into WWE with two by four, right? Yeah, I think it's a, it was a, it was. So it comes across organically in Mid-South. It's so smart where he turns on Skandor Akbar. Obviously, Skandor Akbar has an entire stable. So his equalizer is, he's a loner, but he's going to fucking carry a two by four because he's going to smack some dudes with a two by four. Fucking love it. It's fucking so simple. Much like Sandman with the cane. Where'd you get that cane? It was a match where. I get the fucking cannon guy. Now I just keep the cane. Yeah, well, this is a good idea. There are no rules here except for rope breaks. Yeah. <laughs> if you fucking break a rope. That'd be sick if there was like refused to just one time to get over what happens with a rope break. They actually murder someone. It just Paul Heyman comes out and full kills a guy with a Glock and goes, my dad's a lawyer. Yeah. This is part of the show. He didn't touch the ropes. That's the contract. Uh-huh. Also, these these are his hard drives. Yeah. ECW Arena. Welcome, everyone. Upstairs, we will be destroying hard drives with drills and bleach here at the ECW Arena. I just Arena. don't understand why the Age of Consent is 15 if we can't tape us doing stuff with yeah. them at the ECW Arena. I think you should know is I actually don't go in for that sort of stuff, and this is just financial information. But this that is a was, parody and satire. This was a distraction. Hashtag satire. Yeah, here's the one thing you know about Paul Heyman. He's not a guy who likes sex, but he is a guy who likes to manipulate people's financial futures. <laughs> he lo- he uh, His time in Mid-South comes to an end when he loses a Loser Leaves Town match to the One Man Gang. Yeah, and One Man Gang, uh, this is the best the One Man Gang has ever been. This is when One Man Gang was basically presented like Yokozuna, which, by the way... It is crazy to me they never did that. Like, it's just crazy that mean? that one-man gang in Mid-South... Couldn't have been larger. Couldn't have been a larger person. One-man gang is, like, so big. He's so big, and yet, like, it just didn't seem to work in the Fed the way it really worked in the territory. Like, well, he had an immediate run. Here's the thing that 
and this is the what Vince McMahon has always done with monsters is one man gang had his run with. Um, this is why like one man Umaga gang, gang, didn't gang. really work out, and all these other guys is because. Vince McMahon's formula has always been: you get a run at the champion if you're a big heel monster, and then you become funny, and that's what happened with One Man Gang and Akeem. Well, what's weird is that, but then they put Akeem in like, but now they're the monster tag team, the Twin Towers. Yes, but like the key, also I've said this before, but it's like the key to '80s WWF is it's supposed to be Saturday morning television, so you don't want a serious heel like the One Man Gang who yeah, actually puts your champion in jeopardy. You want like a fun kooky yeah, see, they're, su- they're supposed to be bebop and rock steady i understand the logic exactly yeah. yeah they're like you can like them because they're still kind of funny and they're not serious like you don't actually want it's like but that's the other thing that the, like, that's wrestling the big, boss don't really... man, big boss man wrestlemania 5 is terrifying there's something about the big well, boss man's body he has a chain and the and gut that gut he has the gut of an abuser in those years like he's he a j- prison guard yeah he has the body of a guy who's like Call the fucking cops. <laughs> He's the original uh, guy on television where, like, maybe the cops are abusers. Yeah. Ahead of his time, Vince McMahon. Woke Vince. Yeah, woke Vince. But Vince is like, all right, here, we're going to put this hero on television. The cops won't let me do blow, so they're bad guys. Yeah, that was they, his version yeah. of it. What do you mean I can't inject into I got a speeding thing. ticket for trying to drive a school bus after doing a bunch of blow. <laughs> These guys are, their power's being overused. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy Jeffrey has an island and I can't go there. The world's supposed to be free. Yeah, excuse me, Jeff. I want to be on a little St. Jeff's so, wait a minute, Island. You have a stable, let's say, of young girls. That sounds like a face faction to me. Wait a Let minute. me on your wait island. Wait a minute, Jeff. Are we the same guy? Because I know a king who does that sort of stuff, too. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Me, Prince Andrew, and of course Bill Clinton are going to hang out. Yeah, we're Call ourselves I, I, the NWO. Bill Clinton has been to WrestleMania 10. Yeah, he was there. Uh, yeah. He was portrayed by an actor, but that was still Bill Clinton. I met the president. <laughs> I paid the actor to be Bill Clinton. That, one of that's the most, the one of the most insane things in the history that's of WrestleMania crazy. 10 is that they just have an actor pretend to. Well, look have, who, yeah, a fool. Well, look who it is. That's the craziest thing where they keep because they can't say it's the. Can't believe he's here. Look who it and is. They actually, like. They interview him. So oh, funny. So funny. So, and no one knows what to do. No one in the crowd knows. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, like, terrible late night monologue on a show for children? Like, no That's one. Supposed children to be don't know who the president It's crazy. Anyway, 1981, while still wrestling in Georgia, he, did you know this? Toured through Japan under New Japan Pro Wrestling. I did not know that. I wonder he if faced he... our old friend Tony Inoki. No! Who won? <laughs> Inoki. Yeah, there we go. I didn't like that. I'm skipping the rest of this. Yeah, shut it down. <laughs> he fucking plays some other fucking guys, but I'll never get over his loss to Anoki. He was in WWE for six years. Coming in, he came in hot off the trot. He was going to be the Hulk Hogan best friend baby face. Yeah, uh, and then who'd they replace him with? Uh, Hillbilly Jim? or I think it was Hillbilly Jim, and why'd they have to replace him man. with Maybe. Hillbilly Jim? Because he was caught on the jersey, turned back doing blow with the iron cheek. Yes, blow and it, the this was cheek. the interesting blow thing the where, like, cheek. let's all go on the New Jersey <laughs> turnpike and to. do blow with the iron cheek. And Dylan, one more time, and let's do blow with the iron cheek. Wait a minute, why? I like blow and I like iron cheek. So the whole idea was do what do you want, just don't get caught, I guess? I, I think it was that. I think it was also like... Um, but isn't it crazy that wrestling that back then, the story was that a baby face was hanging out with the heel, not how much blow these guys had? That was the thing. It was also because um, I think that they thought they were safe that they were in New Jersey. This is what I always thought was interesting, is that they're in New Jersey riding together, and he came from the territories. He should know better. But I guarantee that v- Duggan went... They won't know about it in Jersey. It's the New York territory. Like, that's literally how I think he thought. So he's like, we'll be fine. We'll be driving through New Jersey, not realizing that it's like, New Jersey, rural New Jersey, still like, that guy, that that white gentleman's been bothered by that bald man. Who knows what country he could be from? Pull them over quickly. Oh, yeah. And this is the other thing about Duggan is this is, he debuts in January. By May, he's put down the cart. Because that's when they get caught. Because WrestleMania 3 is his big launch. Mm-hmm. Where he has the biggest booger stuck in his beard ever, and it's the grossest thing ever committed to television. And looking back, it's like <laughs> somebody did some booger sugar before they fucking popped the ring. Yeah, when he was the uh, he was the killer bees heavy. If he hadn't done that blow and caught with the iron cheek, he would have been there to back up Bree Brian Blair when Bree Brian Blair fought his son. I'm gonna kick the shit out of this child. Tough guy. 
beating up yeah. kids who are on heroin. Anyway, uh, he receives his first big push. He was feuding with King Harley Race. Why wouldn't you? And um, that was just two fucking fat guys slobbing it out. Yeah, that was just two guys who they, well, I had a whiskey after the match. That's when I got drunk. You told me you had 80 beers that day. Yeah, I wasn't (laughs) drunk if you had 80 beers. I did, bitch. And then he wins the first Royal Rumble, of course, which is given as like a flash, as like a silly little thing. But it's like, once again, they were really trying with this dude. Yeah, that's the weird thing is they were really trying with him. And what's weird is I think that. He was super likable. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Or Duggan. Duglin. Be- didn't benefit. He shouldn't have been in the same company as Hulk Hogan. Because Hacksaw Jim Duggan is charismatic enough that you could have built him as a Hulk Hogan type. But isn't the same. If the NWO had been smart, they the NWA had been smart. They're like, as soon as he goes down the card in Jersey, it's like, go get Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And we're going to portray him as he's no longer the hard partying guy. I'm a football player. I'm an athlete. I'm now here, like, you know what I mean? You can build and present him but as he this wasn't li- that, his character wasn't that I'm an athlete, blah, blah, blah. It was like, look how fucking goofy I am. That's the thing is, but you could have used that inciting incident as the, like, the reason why I was goofy is I was on the drugs. And let me, <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm no longer on those drugs. Oh, I'm on tons of drugs. My name is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I the only drug I take is I've been token on prayer. Mm, I've, been I've been mainlining fucking the flag. I've been shoving a bunch of fucking America up my ass. Yeah, I've been smoking sacrament and waving that flag. Ho! Like, it would have been perfect. That, by the way, is the best example ever of fantasy booking ever. If Hacksaw Jim Duggan properly had gone to the NWA, he could have replaced Magnum TA seamlessly. That's very true. And they would have had an opponent for Ric Flair. They would have had a built-in opponent for Ric Flair, and Dusty Rhodes never would have let it happen, because Dusty Rhodes would have looked at Hacksaw Jim Duggan and went, I can't bring that back. He really is too close. He has a thin tongue, baby. But this is the other thing about Hacksaw is that, and you can see this by looking at pictures of him from that time, he is very much a guy who is built well because he used to work out and now does not work out. Yeah, he now he has a job where he sweats a lot and that keeps his core strong. Yeah, he yes, gets fat. I, he gets fat fast. Good for him. He doesn't get fat. He's stepped that he's got like classic He's a dad. Yeah, he's got yeah, I got a beer fridge in the fucking he doesn't garage. Work, yeah. Do you wanna know why? It's not where your fucking mother is. <laughs> <laughs> he helps people move a lot. That keeps him in shape. That's right. I don't know what I... Oh, you're running a marathon? I'll tell you, a marathon, I drove to the airport twice. Don't even know that second person I dropped <laughs> off there. I drive a lot. That's what he's... He fit. Anyway. Yeah, he's definitely a guy's weird. Exercise, I had a carrot two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Duggan goes into a feud with Haku. Well, this is like a great WWF thing where it's like every single angle is foreigner versus American, and they've run out of foreigners. So it's like, this guy's from Uruguay. I don't know. They fucking, they're assholes, and their main export is I'm learning uh, cheese. Ah, fucking not as good as our cheese. Like it's yeah, just, I don't know. This it's America versus not America. What do you fucking want yeah, from me? Well, fuck it. That's my, my favorite still is um, Ludwig Borga, where it's like, in Finland, they frown on us for littering. We want a litter, buddy. We're America, you fuck. Yeah, also, it's like they had a built-in. They're like, they could have just said, this guy's a Nazi. I don't know why he's here. But instead they were like, no, that's too far. Let's fucking shit on the fins. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out, you dog fucker. Dog uh, lover. Okay, sorry. Uh, Duggan basically is the guy who gets intercontinental title shots and then loses those title shots. Or, sorry, wins, but by count out oh, yeah. DQ. This is an unsung thing of WWF booking, which is unless it's a WrestleMania with a single digit in front of it, that intercontinental title match is is... Ending in controversy. Oh, yes. Um, the big boss man, and I'm going to say this again. You know what the original screw job is? The LA screw job. Boss man should be IC champ WrestleMania 7. That's true. Also, Duggan feuds with Macho Man. So this is the other thing is everyone's like, oh, he was going to get a push, and then he didn't. But really, they just kind of like do the Triple H thing where they punish him for a minute, but he does get his push. It's just he doesn't really, really connect. Because I don't think boss that, no, again, man gets I don't way think- more over than they think. This is something. It's like Big Boss Man gets way more over than they anticipated because when Ray Trailer slims down and essentially is Hacksaw Jim Duggan but with range. I'm going to say this. is It is undersung how good the Big Boss Man promos. Every, all of them. Everything but about him is undersung. Especially post-leaving Slick, him just being like, I'm a good man. 
I love my mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't do bad things. And it's <laughs> yeah. And it's so someone weird. made fun of my mom, and that hurt my feelings. That was one of his. That, that was the original thing. Uh, first of all, that and who did that? Bobby Heenan Bobby and Mr. Heenan Perfect that led to WrestleMania Seven. The best. I hate by that. The, by the way, the best fucking build to a match ever to end in such a damp squib is he beat the entire Heenan family and then loses it. It's the most frustrating Vince McMahon booking ever. You did it all. Am I going to give the fans the reward? Absolutely not. <laughs> They don't really downshift him until uh, 1993 when he just straight up loses to Yokozuna. And that is something also that... But here is the thing that was crazy about that. I remember seeing that. Duggan was always booked strong. He got visual falls over like so many champions. And Duggan was also... Duggan is a perennial... You would turn on superstars? Yeah. Halfway through the show, Hulk Hogan. That's who he is. Yeah, exactly. He's 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 not Hulk Hogan, but he's kind of close. And then, But when Yokozuna fucked him up, what was also crazy about that was you never saw anyone get hurt on superstars. Mm-hmm. Like That's that true. And Bob Backlund attacking Bret Hart were still like, what the fuck is this fucking wildness we're doing? This is wild shit. <laughs> yeah, and he was the first one to credit uh, with being knocked Yokozuna off his feet, and that's how you know someone's about to get fucked up because he knocks Yokozuna off his feet, and then Yokozuna he just gives him three bonsai drops, and then he, I think they claimed that it caved four in his bonsai chest. Drops, yeah, caved in his chest, sidelined him for four months, and he's one of the first guys who's like, "Where's the money? WCW, let's fucking go there, baby." Absolutely. Shows up. He's got the Stars and Stripes knee pads they gave him for the Yokozuna match. They finally gave him a theme song, and he becomes the U.S. champ. Oh, and he fucks over your boys, Steve Austin, immediately. Yeah, I hope you guys all enjoy how stunning our Steve Austin episode will be. (laughs) It's just about that part. No, um, this is the fucking crazy thing about it is, like, there's so many, there's so many, um, through lines to, like, how they treat Duggan and Steve Austin to, like, WWE in all these eras where it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's coming in. Make that guy who we're pushing die now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got, yeah. Uh, mm. He lost in 35 seconds. Steve, Yeah, the stunning Steve Austin lost in 35 seconds. It's that's, actually uh, a That's br- crazy to think there of. There is a great match build p- component to this, which was he was supposed to have a finishing best of series match with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat comes out in a Bahama t-shirt, like one of those like Cuban zip-up weird sort of t-shirts. I always remember that in that Ricky Steamboat. Always they're like... Zip-up. Like he's like, it's like a zip-up Hawaiian shirt, I'm pretty sure. Ricky Steamboat had some wild fashion choices. <laughs> um, well, he loved his fans. He's like, sorry, he loved his family. That was his thing. Sorry, can I have some time off? What? Why? Are you in trouble? You got uh, Miley? Do you have to go to jail? I know. I want to <laughs> see my son. In jail? Wait, you will see him. What do you mean? Wait. He visits you in jail. He visits you in jail, though. Wait, what? I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, and then what it was was uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan debuted and surprised Steve Austin so quickly because Steve Austin was arguing with the ref and, St- and Hacksaw Jim Duggan fucking got down for the fucking uh, big tackle um, and tackled Steve Austin and won the belt as like a surprise. Like it's, it's really shitty to Steve Austin, but it's not as shitty as you're thinking it is, you little Well, no, it still reminds me of the Becky Lynch-Bianca Belair thing from WrestleMania where it's like, oh my God, Becky's a surprise. She beat Bianca Belair in nine seconds. And it's like this, the completely deflating. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, where's Bianca? um, What's her face now? She's gone. Yeah. She stinks. We know we're working on that thing. Fuck that thing now. Yeah, the Bianca Belair thing it reminds me of. Also, Hacksaw Jim Duggan faces Vader and loses the U.S. title to Vader. And I oh my God, what a fucking! That's one of my favorite Vader matches. We also recorded. Our I was gonna m- say that's too way too back and forth for me. Where it's like, the thing about Hacksaw no, Jim Duggan were, is he's such a fucking match? cartoon guy, and everyone knew him as this cartoon character. You almost need to like recertify that this is like. It'll be a lot of work, but like this is fucking Bill Watts, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. But I disagree with you. I think that actually the Vader match with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Mm -hmm. I remember watching that on VHS um, because that's the match that um, Vader wins and is declared the number one contender for Hogan's Mm -hmm. belt. Yeah. And the way they position that match, that match is quietly great psychology because it's a little bit longer than it usually is, as I remember. And I also remember that like Hacksaw gets a couple of punches and then Vader just fucks him up. And it's kind of, they're like, oh, shit. We didn't think it would be this bad. It's just a really nice presentation. It's a little bit of business. And let me say this about Hacksaw Duggan in general. This is a guy who is a gifted athlete who knows his role. And he's like, I want to get drunk away from my kids. <laughs> 
Because this is all he does. He just goes on a tour of jobbing. He well, he beats Bunkhouse Buck at Super Bowl Five. Goddamn Fuck, right! Fuck, I does. love fucking Fuck you, Southern Jimmy Wrestling. Golden. Bunkhouse Buck, Super Brawl. Yeah. He beats. Uh, sorry, he loses to Ming, who's doing uh, in a martial arts match. At Uncensored. One yes. of my quietly, I think it's the best worst pay-per-view that WCW That's back ever did. fucking sick because like, Ming was dope because like, it was like the fucking martial arts. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, which one? Fucking. Sonny Ono was the referee. Fucking I, and I believe that he didn't uh, hit the mat. He made, sure. a, he made a chopping noise. And man, did Sonny. Jesus fucking Man, Christ. did Sonny Ono's lawsuit make sense. That guy is just like. He just chopped the mat and then it was like and then he was seen whispering this is for later at the camera yeah, yeah this is what i feel was this is how that um uh how the discussion over the the um uh the settlement went where he just brought in a tv and they went you win <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they kept calling me uh, samsung because that's what the tvs yeah, were mr oh, oh no do you have a short or long-term memory i do <laughs> you declare victory <laughs> Great American Bash, he beat Sergeant Craig Pittman. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. Craig Pittman, by the way, uh, then got into a program with Cobra, whose theme music was uh, Morse Code. And this is the intro. He uh, fused with Big Bubba Rogers. Tape fist match is how it ends. Big Bubba wins, which is no how you know you're on the low end in a as a 90s baby face, because they never lost. They yeah. never lost clean. Never. never. And also... This is, of course, the era where uh, Ray Trailer's back in WCW comes back initially as. Let's see if you know the gimmicks. He comes back initially as. Oh, he comes as the big boss. No, because it's just the boss. Oh, the boss, and then he's uh, Guardian Angel, and then Ray Trailer. No, then. And then Big Bubba, and then Ray Trailer. That's right. And then he becomes yeah Ray Trailer in the NWO where he just wears like leather pants and he just and looks then he like, becomes just no he, he's Big Bubba in the but NWO but he tucks but it's like he's leather Big Bubba pants. in the NWO okay. and then he transitions back to being Ray Trailer just and doing the fucking no gimmicks needed no gimmicks needed love it the ECW influence on WCW and then he heads back to the Fed for the finest run of his life Big Bad Boss Man which is like now which is one thing where it's like if you want to watch something now that it's the old right would not be okay it's totally Big Boss Man where yeah. it's like he's working like choking people with zip ties in 1999 yeah and he's it's basically like, he's, he's in full SWAT gear he just is a militia guy now that's so funny yeah he's a Bill, his, all of his interviews backstage segments would have been a podcast if you did that yeah now. exactly his manner his uh, coming to the ring by Gavin McInnes and Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. His all his promos would have just been he, making up things that his, fucking Seth Rollins did. Yeah, his gimmick is basically just what Kanye West is going through this week. <laughs> he had no major page review uh, matches in 1998, and he was diagnosed with uh, kidney cancer. He was cured of cancer and replaced Buff Bagmill in a match against Berlin at Fall Brawl, which he lost. WCW knows how to make money. Oh, you have cancer, and uh, you're a really well-liked character from long ago? We're going to make you lose to this Nazi. Yeah. Uh, we better... Uh, is there any way we can men not mention this on television? It'd be weird if you didn't. You're like, we will not be mentioning it. Uh, he became a janitor <laughs> this is the in storyline. Becomes the janitor, and then I believe briefly... He does look like a janitor. He finds a belt and becomes the champion because someone trashes the belt. That's, I love WCW. What I don't like is that it wasn't the WWF woman's title. That would have been <laughs> fucking amazing. The he has hell? Long hair. Oh, shape my beard. I'm a chick now. Hey, tough girl. Oh, buddy. The imagine the fucking bikini contest where fucking Santina Jim Duggan's Morella huge versus, hog is uh, fucking Jenny Duggan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, what do you think happens? He hangs out in WCW it for It was the while. world TV title. It was the world TV title. The TV title, which sucks because I remember that rule, as a that Canadian, WCW Saturday Night was how I watched WCW, and the TV title was the only title they would ever have on Saturday Night. So it was like, if I, ne if I just, when I was not watching Nitro, I was like, oh, the TV champ's awesome. But then you watch Nitro, and then it's like the TV champ just like, Gets it's not there. The gets knocked unconscious by yeah. Kevin Nash just to establish he's better than the TV title yeah, at the beginning. Prince of every I, Prince Iakea and Nitro starts yeah. with Hogan. But the seven fucking the seven person uh, the Booker T Benoit. Oh, thing was hey, first of all, it was Booker, wasn't it Booker T Martell? You bag of shit. No, it was Booker T Benoit. Seven. No, I thought that that it was Martell Booker T, and then the other series was Diamond Dallas Page. Chris Benoit, because it's that weird 1998. Oh, it's definitely Booker T versus Benoit 7. I think it's Booker T, Rick Martel 7. Let's find Go out. Go for it. I, I mean. Booker T, Chris Benoit. 
best of seven series match. All right, I'm looking up if there was also look up if there was also a Rick Martell best of series match. You do that. I'll talk about this. He uh, Scott Hall threw it away and. Duggan claimed it for himself. He would make many title defenses on WCW Saturday night and remain champion until the title was deactivated. That's how seriously they took it. You are correct. There was just a, um, it, but there was a series of matches between Martel and Booker T that basically made Booker T. That's what I recall. You After are right. WCW was rebooted, he was in the Millionaires Club. He certainly was. <laughs> Which is like a guy who found the TV title in the trash and successfully defended it. Is in the mill. He's a. He's to be looked up to. I want you to know this right now. That entire gimmick was stupid. I'm gonna say it. And the real thing, the other high point of his career, and like a lot of things in WCW 2000, is not really remembered, but was amazing. Was fucking him joining Team, Team Canada. Canada. Team Canada. Because he used to play in the his- CFL. Remember? That's it was right. Like, I used to play in the CFL. I like it there. That was his whole thing. It that was quietly the best thing that happened hair, in late WCW. Lance Storm was phenomenal in that position. Yes, <laughs> and also like weirdly, I think Lance Storm still to this day displays a lot of like what because Canadians are a good heel in the states because it's like another version of how like even. Even people in the Democrat North could hate Lance Storm because it's this like grade the way a grade yeah. three teacher talks to you. They speak down to you <laughs> in like a in a vaguely British way, but we're not British. It's also it's a man coming at you with a intense amount of authority that's wearing undone winter exactly. boots and an open winter coat. Yeah. And then just gray sweat, but different tones of gray, just being yeah. like, This is your like fucking this. Yeah, like this is your house, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, yeah, it's my house. And you're like, that's all right, I guess, if you want to live here. And you're like, what's your fucking problem, man? <laughs> During this time, yeah, he uh, he sang "Oh Canada." Duggan and Storm teamed up against uh, General, General Erection. Erection and Big Tits. Nope, just yeah, just General Erection for a handicap match. Build, bear in mind, Bill DeMott trained generations of wrestler, and his biggest time was playing a guy named Captain Hard Dick. <laughs> <laughs> also, he has another return to WWE in 2005. I do not remember this at all. This is in the weird... 2004-2005, I think Vince McMahon is when Vince McMahon got dementia, and he's like, where's Marty? And they're like... Well, we, we were bring- alive in 2005. You know this. You know about the fucking the 80s. Remember, everything was the 80s. Yeah, it was. There was a big so, yeah. 80s nostalgia, and it was also one of the many downtimes in WWF because yeah. it was like. And they're coming back to like, how do you make them kind of like the fact that it's going to be PG again? You bring back the guys from their youth. That's a really great point. And also, it was the time where they switched of how they were using legends, where it went from legends were just like. Bring him in, and Jerry Lawler's ripping Mad Dog Vachon's wooden leg off and then hitting Nick Bockwinkle with it. And now it's like Hacksaw Jim Duncan's back, and he just literally murdered four members of the Spirit Squad and the entire tag team division. And Jim Duggan, I think this is worth it, is to say that like he does elicit a huge amount of sympathy, and that's even before you take into the fact that he had a um, no-nuts that's true. Yeah, he was he was the original he had kidney cancer and he had nut cancer and also he wore shorts cuz he didn't want everyone to see his one ball. Yeah, yeah, and he had a f- But the thing that they discovered He had one big ball. He had one big ball. Like the doctors like were like, "Do you have three balls?" and he's like, "No, those are just no. two." <laughs> no. Bam. I'm going to say this, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, though he had no entrance music way longer than you realize. Like he was like WrestleMania 9, they gave him an entrance song. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's only in my head from, like, the Royal Rumble video game. Yeah, it was the one, it was so keyboardy. Because it, ho! Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun! Oh, and then he called Dita a ho. Remember that? Did he? Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> fucking whore. <laughs> that's what yeah. he said. How would I call her a fucking whore? Yeah. No, All just right. say ho. That's already your catchphrase. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Ed, you're a tough guy, but your woman is a fucking whore. Ho! I'd like to feud with everyone who's not white on the roster. I have a list of slurs Bill told me yeah. about. Ho! I'd like to walk through the Divas locker room and wear them like hats. Ho! <laughs> 
He started a few with Eugene, and three weeks later, oh, two out of match. Christ. Eugene won. It's good. Thank God. I was really scared where that was going because <laughs> Eugene is not a good sign of things to come. But he's also a good one because Can it's like... Can we talk about how much longer fucking Hacksaw's career is than I thought? I thought he was like 20 minutes. He was in the Fed for like a bit of the 90s. No, he almost has the exact same amount of time as his second run. His, his first run's four year, six years, sorry, and his second one is four. That's insane. He was he's Fed. He's an amazing thing to have happen because it's like... they kind of Here's the other thing about WWE is they kind of cooked the beat up the announcer thing because everyone liked Jim Ross so much. That you a you can only beat up Jim Ross so much. What they would start beating up Jim Ross like every week it seemed when they had some deal that wasn't working. What it was was, and Jim Ross pointed this out, is it's um, they changed routing or something like that around Austin becoming the heel, and they figured out the only time crowd would boo for Austin is if they beat up Jim Ross, and also it was a double edged sort of that, and also for there was like a two year period where they were just near Oklahoma a lot. And evidently, if that's true, guess what happens? Vince McMahon's like, JR's getting beaten up today because it's where JR lives and he thinks it's funny. Well, also, Austin was the only friend that Austin had, according to storyline, was Jim Ross, too. So beat up Jim Ross, get Austin out there as the babyface. Get, yeah, get Austin out there as the heels. Beat up, yeah, or get Jim Ross out. Yeah, that's a great point yeah, also. So it's that was the other sword, thing. Yeah. So they cooked that because when Michael Cole takes his job, no one gives a shit if Michael Cole is going to well, get Well, this is the other problem. No one gives a shit if the heel guy. man has never understood is you actually have to give Jim. If you want to get segued at Michael Cole, you need to go, Jim Ross is retiring in a year. Say goodbye. We're going to segue instead of just one day. It's like, fuck you. It's this guy now. It's like, no one likes this guy. No one wants this guy. Yeah. No one will ever want this guy. Like I still hate Michael Cole because of the he- the fucking heel Michael Cole years. Yeah, where he's the play by play guy, but also just shitting on everyone and yeah. trying to ruin Daniel Bryan's. Th- well, I get it, I get what you were trying to do, but it didn't work. But anyway, my whole point there was they don't have that anymore. No, so they're cheap heat, and the reason that keeps Jim Duggan around for a couple years is because Jim it. Duggan is a he like looks. Like a nice guy, and you're eliciting sympathy because you're beating up a multiple-time cancer victim who's wearing like shorts you would most people would wear as boxers. I'm gonna guarantee that Umaga beat the fuck out of Hacksaw Jim. Yes, Duggan. and Edge, and this is the thing: is you need things for heels to keep them strong when they're losing to Triple H what or Shawn Michaels. That's good stuff. Thank you. During this time, and they definitely rated RKO beats up Jim Duggan, which is sick. How often do you think Randy Orton just pissed near Edge? Like, I guarantee they're just driving in a car, and then Randy's like, it's raining. And he's like, you just piss in the car again? He's like, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, why don't you fucking fuck Matt's wife? <laughs> yeah. That's how that happened. <laughs> I guarantee he was like, I'd be funny if you shit, but it was cum, and it was in her pussy. <laughs> I guarantee that Randy Orton. Make her fall in love and then leave This her. is what happened. <laughs> Edge was like, Randy, you'll never believe I made this like terrible error. And he's like, this is Randy Orton. He's wearing a fucking towel for some reason. Smoking a cigarette. And he's like, I already mm-hmm. told Matt that. And he's like, wait, what? I, you didn't know I had done that. And he's like, oh, I was lying, but you made the truth real. Now you're in the fucking ran zone. Yeah, but it's like every single new heel they have. So, it, like a lot of. So, but for sure. He lost a qualifying match to Umaga in 2008. You're right. Um, he of course. If it's, if it's the 2000s and you're going to be victimized, you're getting the Samoa hook, baby. See you in hell. Um. He, uh, sorry, he obviously has the Edge Orton thing, and then after that, it's like everything. They just move him down the, he loses a feud to Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase, which it's a great way to get Wait. heat. It's just. Which Ted DiBiase? Senior. No, of course junior. Of course, the guy who looked like he was going to be a fucking future world champion. And then, then turned out to just not. be an embezzler. He helped his dad embezzle, yes. Wait, because I've always read that story that the son was the main embezzler and that Ted Sr. was just having a, was assisting. Or it was just his name attached to it. I have no idea. Either way, what a fun, that but really I mean, broke up sick. COVID when they were like, you'll never guess who's going down. Well, that's like, uh, what's it called? Man. It's uh, like Brett Favre. Brett Favre, sick, embezzle. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Anyway. Uh, Duggan leaves and he returns to WWE again. Woo! 2011 to 2012. I don't. This isn't real. I don't yeah. remember this. No, he didn't. He teamed with Santino Morella. Fuck you. Yeah, and he almost won the tag titles. Come on, baby. 
Mm-hmm. That would have been his only tag run. Who were the tag champions? I assume it was 2009, so it was the time where they were not even giving tag teams names. It's just like, it's Rob Van Dam, and I don't even... Yeah, fuck. he never won a title. He no. never, ever won a title. In the Fed. He in won the Fed. in... in, in he, won, the, he was a U.S. champion, champion and a trash t- TV champion, but he yeah. never won the title in the Fed, which is kind of crazy given the fact that if you add it up, he was in WWE for 12 years. I love Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is essentially... He is the same style of wrestler as the Sandman or Orange Cassidy. Uh, and it's sort of an in, like a progenitor of that. And that, why do you like Hacksaw Jim Duggan? It's like, I like yelling at ho. And I like it when he people, calls people tough guys. I don't know any of his moves, and I don't care. Yeah, he had prostate cancer, but beat it. That's fucking huge. Yeah, of course he did. All right, tough guy. There you go. Hey, did you know that the election was stolen? Yeah. Doon, doon. I guarantee. I guarantee that he is very much. He's like Joe Biden is my president, but feel free to have those views. You know what I mean? Like he's not. I don't think Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think he's a smart enough guy. Not a smart enough guy, but an old school enough. um, An old school enough guy to realize that. He's not. You on his he's Instagram? not gonna. We are on Hacksaw Jim Duggan's Instagram. He's not gonna currently. exclude himself from any money he possibly. Oh God damn it! The first thing he posted was just a photo of him and Roddy Piper, and clearly, that's the other thing I forgot. Yeah, he posts is, a lot, and most of it's just like I also pictures of him Ro- with his friends. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It was like part of like he was like him and Roddy. Roddy Piper were boys. Like there was a real crew. Oh yeah, and this is the other thing about Duggan is that he comes in and he looks like a fucking menace. And then quickly kind of just transitions into looking like your uncle, your uncle, your nice uncle. And having him get beat up and the way that that two by four gimmick was over was huge. And I think that that is something that has definitely survived in WWE, which is just like, here's a guy whose gimmick is one thing. We never let him get up too high in the card because then you'll kind of learn that he's limited. But. Let me say this about win, lose, two, l- win one. Well, sorry, win two, lose one. I love ah, the two by four. Love it. Here's what you need to know, though. As a kid, I was like, his name is Hacksaw, and he's carrying a two by four. When are we going to see him? Saw that piece of wood in half. I genuinely was like, when's this happening? Or hit someone with it? Yeah, or hit, yeah that's the other thing. Is he never hit someone with it. Other people hit him. He hit the ropes. Hit the ropes. It seemingly was just around so other people could take it and... Hit him. hit him. Yes. Yes. It's much like Jimmy Hart's megaphone. Jimmy Hart never hit anyone with it, but it was always one of his people wrestled it from him and then struck their opponent. It does. It. I am thankful that he came back, Um, that he isn't five years younger, because if he was five years younger, he would have come back and like Brock Lesnar would have like sodomized him with a two by four in 2018. Oh my God. Yeah. 2018, they would have, uh, there would have just been. I need to get my. Yeah. You're already over. More uh, over. You are over. I just wanna. Yeah, I just wanna beat him up. I also am glad we didn't see him pop up in the Firehouse Funhouse or something like that. Firefly Funhouse, whatever the fuck. I'll say this: my uh, least favorite thing about Hacksaw Jim Duggan is his finishing move. And my what is it? What is his finishing move? It's just a shoulder tackle. Yeah, it is a three-point stance into a shoulder tackle. One of the shit. Crazily, one of the shittier finishing moves ever that I'm so surprised we don't have an AEW version of, which is like, it's a shoulder tackle, but first he does the fucking most insane... Walks into him. Yeah, standing flip ever. Which is like the new version of it, which is so funny because there's a new version of it. And I think that the reason it stinks is because it's happening in the 80s and 90s, but like the new version of the shoulder tackle was the pounce by Monty Brown or weirdly... Jericho's elbow, which is like Chris Jericho was the Judas effect is basically I'll stick my elbow out there and then one of these indie wrestlers will just literally um kill themselves on my elbow. Can I just say this about Chris Jericho? I have never seen someone go more He's the real hacksaw Jim Duggan, because he believes in truth. Uh, and and the American way. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a Chris Jericho is more it, Chris Jericho is the most interesting style of ego I've ever seen in my entire life which is clearly a violently egotistical man, but also so proud of himself for being... Like, he's so impressed. You can see on his face, when he calls himself the Ocho, he's like, I love that I've thought of this. And, like, you can see when he does the Judas effect, he's like, I've transitioned. I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> st- I'm still part of the game. There's just a part of Chris Jericho in AEW that I find fascinatingly irritating. Like, he's just... 
He is the perfect epitome of I rule this town and you never will I take it from me. I just think that Chris Jericho we shouldn't end to, uh, no, we're not, but Doug I an episode, bring, but I, I just want to say... I want to bring this back to Chris, Chris Doug Jericho, and I can do it People in a are going to say he's the best wrestler of all time. He's not. He's the best upper mid-carder of all time because he can't carry a company. He's never been able to be number one. And I'm sorry. like I was like a Jericho guy in the early 2000s, but it was mostly because like I was 16 and everyone who like was like doing all the online wrestling stuff just said he was good and i was like he is i guess he is really really good but what's very interesting is he is great but he's like not great enough that he's a top guy the only time he was like a top top guy was when he did the fucking weird basically was like uh from 2006 i'm gonna be nick bockwinkle and he just was nick bockwinkle for a while against Shawn michaels yeah and what i actually think that chris jericho in that style this like super proud schmarmy fuck the actually best that rings true, yeah. That the best babyface to face that type of Chris Jericho heel is a hacksaw Jim Duggan style of a just a like, huh, tough guy, gonna bunch him. I don't know. Are you hung? That sandwich got busted. Mayo, your girl. Like that's <laughs> yeah. That's that's who Chris Jericho needs. Because Chris Jericho's like, you're not even wearing a jacket, and then he's like. Guy. Like you know, what I mean? like that's that counterpoint to Jericho is a Duggan-style character, and those don't exist anymore. Like if they really were wanting to get Jack Swagger over, Jack, don't talk about politics. Just talk about what you did on Saturday. My fucking kids don't know how to play fucking soccer and shouldn't be playing soccer because that's yeah. bad. And yeah. I guarantee don't everyone talk be like, American, live American. You know what I mean? But like, be like, I saw someone had a Pathfinder at the Trader Joe's. That is too wide for those parking spots. They should park across the street. And I guarantee <laughs> AEW in certain markets, they would be there would be a riot if they if they came out with a character like that. Here's my fucking complaint. Parking at that arena. Two different charges? I don't think so. <sighs> yeah, there's enough AEW audience that is like exactly our age in our in their starting into their late thirties where you could just complain about parking. Where's as a the guy character? that's just putting up with it? That's the wrestler yeah. I want to see. Yeah. I'm gonna let you guys know. I'm gonna try and get this done in five minutes because some of you got kids. Anybody with a Yelp account's a fucking loser. This guy's oh, speaking to this me. Guy fucking gets it. This guy knows. Yeah. Just use it. For reviews, it is funny when I think of like I thought Elon. Oh, would these be guys good have a Twitter, good review. But I'm turning on, it around on that view. You know what I mean? These guys have a good review on Yelp. I bet I I should probably eat there. Then I'm like, it's a lot like when I look at the um, the uh, what's it called? The approval percentage on porn sites, where I'm like, but who's reviewing anything? I mean, we where it's like, oh, this like I just think about like, oh, this porn must be good. It's got ninety percent thumbs up. I'm like, oh, ninety percent of these creepy fucking losers. I like anything. All right. The I whoever the whoever was at the meeting where it's like, I'll tell you what this porn site's missing, comments under the video. And then I the, I swear to God I know someone in the media put their hand up and went, We're creepy enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones where they're just like, Good job. Uh my favorite one, there is one and this haunts my dreams, which is it was someone who I think thought they were talking directly to the performers. No, these are that's constant. Oh, I've only ever seen it. I've only, I've only. What's her name? What's her number? I've What's only her number? scrolled down once or twice. The whole, the whole thing, bums me right out. There's. I, I treat porn like I treat a Home Depot. I am aware that at certain points in my life, this is something I need to participate in. But I find the entire operation from fucking top to bottom, from the second that I interact with that world to the second I leave. Far more difficult and creepy than I really need it to be. <laughs> uh, I find it like I, I hate the part of porn where guy or people will like try and have the funniest comment on the video, and it's like, can't you just jack off and? I leave? completely agree. Where it's like, it reminds me of the Onion. It was like one of the best Onion articles. Where it's like, man, unironically uh, masturbates to ironic porno, and then it's just the whole thing about a guy's like, this is a hilarious porn. I'm gonna take this home <laughs> from a party. It's like, <laughs> I, uh, isn't that I, so funny? Oh my god, it was so funny when I beat off. I always remember this, and it involves you, which is Dylan got very hilariously has posted a stand-up comedy clip on Pornhub. I did. They Fat, took it down. Did they really? Fat Nern sucks own dick at stand-up comedy. He's no longer there. No longer on Red Tube. Oh, these fucking losers. Well, yeah, I, it's the liberal media. I showed that to Brandon Burns, and one of the many points I had to make so he wouldn't also he just would do that. Yeah, he, so he wouldn't just do That's that. So everyone's releasing their special on YouTube. Mine fucking Pornhub. It's, Mine was on Pornhub. It's the best. 
And I made the point of like, can't you just let him have it? That can be his thing. And that's what I feel like we're in our society is just let him have that thing. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Also, stealing doesn't exist anymore, so whatever. Anyway, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Duggan is a type of wrestler that doesn't exist anymore and was very much of a time, which is he was big in the territories, big enough to get noticed by Vince. Hope you like five figure or six figures. You're put, taking your kids to college, and let me tell you that, you're not happy about it. Great at backstage promo, could never ever do one in a ring. No. There's no way post-1997 he could be a wrestler because you couldn't send him out to the ring with a microphone and be like, hey, Hacksaw, be on TV for six minutes. Yeah. Tough guy. Tough guy, ho. Ho, tough guy. Ho, tough guy, uh, tough guy, ho. Oh. I'm tired. Dad, daddy, dad, 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 dad. dad uh, oh, weak guy? My bottom. Someone needs to wipe my bottom. I'm America, cry. Japan. I'm tired. I'm going to cry. Is he just, wait a minute, is he just listing off countries yeah. he knows? England, Texas. Texas in a country, Jim. I don't know what to say. I see my dick. You want to see my softer heart? I don't want to, but I will for the money. Oh, best thing about him, I think he had a great look because he was a great mid-carder. And I think a lot of people, from the like, you'll hear Cornette complain about it, about what Hacksaw was and then what he became. But it's like, when you move into a deeper pool... You're going to have a deeper, or you're going to have a different role. Can and I say this? I'm going to say it from the bottom of my heart. Let's all thank God that Jim Cornette wasn't a kid in the 90s, or he would feel about ECW the way he feels about Bill Watts' territory. Oh, that's funny. And that would have resulted they in... fucking hit women with cars again. Yeah, what the fuck? Why aren't they just, for some reason, having someone taking out their tits on top of the <laughs> EC fucking goddamn arena? I'll tell you the problem with wrestling. They don't pressure women into sex crimes anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why isn't there just a guy who can't wrestle who hurts people's tall? That is, that is, we should become the Jim Cornette for ECW. Oh my God. Just, I got to tell you, there's a part of it, there's one thing of ECW that no one else has brought in that they should, which is, why don't they have a wrestler who just comes out and like and beats up Santa? Oh yeah. 911 and then Big Dick Dugly? Just why is well, he here? the other thing he where just, it's like, he beats him up. ECW is one of the many things where, we can't publicly say we like it because then you'll have to watch an episode with someone who's never seen it and they'll be like, you like this? And you'll be like, you don't get I, was, it. I was lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, I did like it. I like the part where... But you have to understand how this was presented so, to okay, us. Okay, so I was 14 and if a woman didn't have sex, I hated that. Yeah. Show your tits and you're a slut or don't and I'll hurt you. That, that was what you that had was to society. do. Like, that I'm was sorry, society. I, got, I was not the president then. I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Monica Lewinsky shouldn't have sucked that guy off, fat bitch. Anyway, I mean, that's I, how we're ending. That is how we're ending. I want to say this right now, and I will never forget where I was when someone was like, was like he was way more powerful than her in that relationship. I remember I, like it was a news article. I was like, oh my God, the entire world just bullied that 20-year-old. Oh, 100%, yes. Wow. That old man got it sucked off by uh, by an intern. Uh, so Also, an intern made no money. Life ruined. But yeah. not ruined, I guess. Landed on her feet after much abuse. And much abuse. Thank God it happened in 1990-whatever and oh not today. Oh, my God. Today. If that had happened, if they were able to do that on TikTok, like... Oh, yeah. I will never I will never forget the Johnny Depp trial because I call that period of my life the, like, you know these people? You never thought you'd lose respect for them, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay attention to it, and I'm glad I didn't. Thank I you so not much, to, John just Cooper. the verdict came out, and a lot of people texted me, good for Johnny, and I was uh, like, yeah. is that me? Yeah, that's not good. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs>